When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, the lost and found department at Lambeau Field says it has somebody's dentures. I'm Tony Kornheiser. You know what else got lost in Lambeau? The last what? eight games, the Bears played there. All eight. Is that all? I thought it was many more than that. That's all. You sure? You sure about that? Oh, Research give you that number? It's more than eight? Is it I more than like eight it's in about row, 12 really? to 15. It seems like it goes back wow. to Favre, which would be like in the oh, 90s. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Jim Harbaugh's new job, Luka Doncic's frustration, and Boogum McFarlane's conference championship observations for five good minutes. But we begin today with breaking news. Just hours after the Panthers decided to go with Dave Canales as their head coach, the Atlanta Falcons are reportedly hiring Raheem Morris as theirs. Morris has been the defensive coordinator of the Rams and has previously been the head coach of the Bucs and the interim head coach of the Falcons. Bill Belichick had been linked to this job, Wilbon. What do you yeah. make of who the Falcons hired and who they didn't? Well, Tony, they hired somebody who's familiar to them. They're familiar with his work. You mentioned formerly interim coach. He's also been, he's had a lot of experience. Head coach, yes, at Tampa. Has been on both sides of the ball as an assistant defensive primarily, but a passing game coordinator as well. Atlanta knows him from being in their building and being in a rival's building in Tampa. So they are thoroughly familiar with Raheem Morris. I, the, 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 the Bill Belichick thing, I know others had expressed like, oh, we can't wait to see what Bill Belichick's going to do in Atlanta. And you and I have been saying for a couple of weeks, why? We, we, don't, we don't see the yeah. attraction, no quarterback there. Maybe there's a relationship with the owner, Arthur Blank, that would supersede all this. Apparently not. I think Bill Belichick, there's still a couple of jobs that are going to be open. And I keep saying to you, Bill Belichick, I mean, he talks so lovingly about Annapolis, Maryland, which for those who don't know, is about 35 minutes from, you know, Capitol Hill in the Washington, in, in, in the nation's capital. Yeah. Maybe Bill Belichick, you know, they got the number two pick. They can get a quarterback. Maybe there's something the nation's capital has some attraction to Bill Belichick. But Atlanta, Atlanta got who it wanted to get. This is understandable to me. Raheem Morris was an assistant there for five years. They yeah. made him the interim at one time. He finished four and seven. Maybe that wasn't good enough to get the job. But they probably looked lovingly at him over a long period of time. So I get that. But I think the larger story is Bill Belichick when the music stops, I think he's still standing. I don't think he has a seat now, Mike, because you mentioned Washington, and I appreciate what you're saying about Annapolis, where his dad was a coach at the Naval Academy. But there's new owners, it's an unknown quantity, and they don't have a quarterback at the moment. Seattle is the only other job standing, and Seattle just fired a guy for being 72. So they're not going to hire a guy who's going to be 72. I am so surprised, ultimately that neither the Cowboys nor the Eagles made a coaching change because I thought Belichick would fit there. 
Those teams are ready to win. I, I expect that at some point at Buffalo, there was a conversation on the ownership level. Maybe do we go to Belichick? Do we make a change? I don't think he's going to coach next year now because I don't okay. see either of those two teams. And to me, that is the larger story because he's the greatest coach of all time. And hello, he's available. We move now to Jim Harbaugh being announced as the new coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Forgive me if I say San Diego later. The vacancy that now exists at Michigan is likely to be filled by offensive coordinator Sharon Moore, who went 4-0 earlier this season, substituting for Harbaugh in his multiple suspensions. Wilbon, which of these people is more likely to win a championship at their new job? Well, Tony, you know, the Chargers job, which I'm going to, you know, call reflexively the San Diego job, the Chargers job is interesting because you got a quarterback who looks like he's ready to be great. If he's coached by somebody sane, you could argue that sometimes Jim Harbaugh is not, but he's a hell of a coach of 44-19-1, his NFL record. Damn. You also got a couple of guys going to the Hall of Fame, it seems, on the defensive side of the ball, should the Chargers choose to keep them in Bosa and Mack. Okay? They terrorize quarterbacks and, and, and offenses, and that's what they do. And you have them, and you have Austin Eckler. You, you, you've got talent. The cupboard is not bare. Jim Harbaugh is not going someplace. Again, if, if the Chargers choose to keep these guys, because it seems like their salary situation and their, contra- their contract player contract situations are sort of a mess, and they're going to have to do some reworking in order to have the kind of full roster that Harbaugh is going to want. But you start with some big-time players. And so that's where I, I think Michigan is going to have to do some work. We don't know if they're going to hold this against Michigan, this whole mess that Harbaugh was in. Is there going to be a suspension of Sharon Moore? I, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think so, but we don't know no, what's going to happen in Michigan. That ain't going to follow Harbaugh to the Chargers. The key to Harbaugh taking the Chargers job is Justin Herbert. Harbaugh yes. was himself a quarterback. I believe he was a quarterback with the Chargers for a couple of years. He's really good at quarterbacks. You mentioned that astonishingly good record in the NFL, 44-19-1. And I'm not sure, Mike, I'm not sure that he's had an NFL quarterback as good as Justin Herbert. He might have, but I'm not certain of that. But let me play devil's advocate for just a minute here. Because if you like quarterbacks, and maybe you look at the AFC quarterbacks, let's go through the list in the AFC right now. You got Patrick Mahomes, you have Lamar Jackson, you have Joe Burrow, you have Josh Allen, you have CJ Stroud, you have Trevor Lawrence, and you got to beat all of them. You got to beat all of them in the AFC. And so that's a hard task. I'll get to Michigan in this regard. Michigan is always a top 10 team, as is Ohio State. Ohio State is loading up right now, and it seems to me somebody might have told Ryan Day that if you lose to Michigan one more time, you're out of here. The good news for Michigan now would be this. Although the Big Ten got much harder with Cal, uh, not Cal, I'm sorry, with USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington, they expanded (laughs) the playoff, Mike, by three times, by three times. So it's easier to get in the playoff, and that's what you have to do. But I still think Harbaugh is more likely to win in a quicker time. Let's go now. This is a great segment. I have nothing to add to this one. Let's go now to our behavior segment. The Mavericks were at home last night playing Phoenix. Dallas's star player Luka Doncic had a fan removed from a good seat way down. Doncic said the fan cursed him in the first half. It was widely reported that the last straw was the fan shouting, quote, Luka, you tired? Get on a treadmill, unquote. That's so great. Wilbon, do you have a problem 
with what Doncic did. Yeah, I don't have a problem with what Doncic did. You, you can object to something if you're a player and you're frustrated, you're getting your butt kicked, you're playing this new rival, Devin Booker, and you've owned the Suns in Phoenix, even in this game seven, but now the Suns own you tonight. You know, Kyrie had a boo-boo, so he didn't play, and so Doncic has got to be out there getting run. And this dude now, Doncic says – the guy cursed him the whole first half, and that's what he was really upset right. with. And finally, this was the final straw. It's not Doncic. It's the league. Some people can't say boo to your players, and you want to throw them out. No, 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 no. You cannot have slurs. There are things you cannot say in polite society at all, even in a stadium. Cursing? Sorry. Cursing is allowed in stadiums and arenas to a degree, and Doncic doesn't get to determine that unless you're going to be this gutless as a league and just throw out anybody anytime a player objects. Get on a treadmill was a funny line. It made me laugh yeah. last night in live time. That's a funny line. I don't have a lot more to add uh, to this. I have watched you for years on the show slam Doncic as being – um, immature and out of shape, yes. and you have watched me slam Embiid as being yappy and never won anything. In this particular case, Dallas is bright, a bad team right now. They got beat no, by over 20 bad. at home in this game. They've Mike, they've well, lost they five out of push. seven. They're eight and 11 since mid-December. If the line is only the treadmill line, fine. I disagree with you on cursing. I will tell you that LeBron James and Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving and Draymond Green have guys tossed. I they think if you, if you attack someone's character, if you attack someone's character and everyone can hear it, I think you got to go away. But if it's just the treadmill line, we both agree that's actually funny. Let's take a break. Yes, it was. Coming up, we will ask Booger McFarlane whether he'd rather play against Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. We'll also ask him whether the Niners will benefit from Debo Samuel playing, even if he's less than 100%. If you call somebody a bum that attacks their character, you got to be tossed? I don't care what those other no, guys in the league ought to have a pair. Not a bum. Let the league get a pair. Not a bum. Not but a bum. More than that. At attack. Pardon the interruption is presented by Great Goose. Vive la vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. And in part by Allstate. You're in good hands. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, 
marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You are watching Pardon the Interruption, presented by Grey Goose, part of Happy Hour. We've got a few questions related to this weekend's conference championship games for our great friend ESPN NFL and college football analyst Booger McFarland wearing a shirt from Old Memorial in Tampa today. And let's start with this, Booger. You played defensive tackle. Part of your job, I'm sure, was to disrupt the quarterback. Would you rather play against, hard question, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Both are great. Yeah, I mean, my answer is going to be neither one. <laughs> I mean, because I, I don't know if I could catch either one of those guys. Uh, both of them are, are outstanding quarterbacks in their own way. When you look at Patrick Mahomes, you're talking about arguably the most talented guy to ever play the position. He can throw the football from any arm angle. He's always got his arms down, uh, his, his, his head downfield looking for somebody to throw the football to. And then Lamar Jackson, look at him. I mean, he's taking his game to a new level, the presumptive MVP of our league and his ability to run the football. And we know when he gets in the open field how electric he is. If you force me to choose one, I think I got a better chance at catching Mahomes, so I'd, I'd probably rather play him because me, you, or Tony, I, we got no chance of catching Lamar Jackson at all. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about a great defense with the Ravens have right now. And as you know, Booger, for so many years, that meant talking about Ray Lewis. The defense is great again. Ray is long gone. Who on that Baltimore defense should we be primarily focused on now? Well, we're going to stay at the same position. It's right there at the linebacker. And, and I'm going to give you two guys because I think they both deserve to be mentioned. Patrick Queen from LSU, an inside linebacker. He, he's kind of the Robin to the Batman of Roquan Smith. By the way, Mike, Roquan Smith, who used to be in Chicago, yeah. you guys didn't want him in Chicago. Yeah. One team's trash is another's treasure, and he is flourishing in Baltimore. He's the guy that runs that defense. And it's amazing what happened when he came over. They were looking for a playmaker in the front seven. Their defense was struggling. In comes Roquan Smith, and he fits in and fits this defense like a glove. He's kind of the heartbeat of that defense. He and Patrick Queen, they play sideline to sideline. And if you want to watch somebody on the field, watch those two guys. Watch Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Those two linebackers are going to be outstanding, and they set the tempo for the Baltimore Ravens. Let's look over in the NFC for a second and, and, and focus in on Debo Samuel. Um, we're Obviously, he practiced today. We're wondering what he's going to look like on Sunday if he's out there. And at what percentage would you rather have Debo Samuel hurt less than than you'd rather have 100% of somebody else? You know, if you gave me Debo at 75%, I feel like I, I feel like I could make it work because if nothing else, I could use Debo as a decoy. And if you go back to the Green Bay Packer game, the 49ers offense just never could get in rhythm. And I truly believe it's because they were missing Debo Samuel. And a large part of what Kyle Shanahan wants to do is get the football to Debo on the, on the, on the jet sweeps, out of the backfield, throwing the football, throwing the screens to him. He's kind of the playmaker that gets that offense going. So if you gave me Debo Samuel at 75%, at least I can use him as a decoy if he really is hurt and he can't run the football but he is a tone setter. If you've ever seen the 49ers enter on the field, Mike, they got two guys. They got Trent Williams and they got Debo Samuels. And they got this dude with this huge radio, this boom box. 
he escorts them on the field. Like Debo is the emotional leader of this football team, so I take him at 75%. If for no other reason, then he can walk out with the guy with the boom box because it's one of the greatest <laughs> interests in the National Football League. I Look, even at my I old advanced age, I thought boom boxes were out. I didn't think people were still using sounds those things. Like, right, we sounds get like you he's describing Radio Raheem back in the old days. Yeah, go from the movie. From the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We are still a few days away, so you may change your mind as we get to Sunday. But right now, which way are you leaning in both these games? Well, I'm, I'm going to start with the one in the AFC since I believe they played that one at 3 o'clock. It's going to be inclement weather, I heard, raining, a little chilly. Uh, it's it's going to be tough for me to go against the Baltimore Ravens. I, I just believe Lamar Jackson is playing at an outstanding level. That defense is outstanding, and you guys know how I feel about defense, even though they're going against Patrick Mahomes, who we know what he can do and what he's capable of. But at some point, water finds its level, and the Chiefs' offense just hasn't been right all year, even though they had their best performance against Buffalo. So I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. And then when you go to the other side, Brock Purdy just hasn't been right, guys. He should have thrown a pick six against the Green Bay Packers. He didn't play well, and we can blame it on the rain. But if you go back throughout the last part of the season, he didn't play well then. And the Detroit Lions, they're coming in, biting knees and ankles. And Dan Campbell <laughs> is, is kind of like America's coach. So I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions to go on the road and upset the 49ers because Brock like Purdy's that. not playing well. The pass rush isn't there. And I think Detroit is this year's it team. And we'll have a Super Bowl of Baltimore and Detroit and may the best team win. Like that. Like that. Thank you, Booger. Thanks as Thank always. You, Booger. That's Appreciate great. Appreciate it, man. Always, guys. Enjoy it every time. Let's take one last break still to come. Will a change at head coach make an impact for the Wizards? Spoiler alert, no. <laughs> no, it won't. Not in the next no. couple of years. And will top-ranked no. South Carolina get its first loss tonight at ninth-ranked LSU? That is must-watch TV right there. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Grey Goose. Vibla Vodka. Please sip responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy belated 53rd birthday, Julie Foudy. Anytime we can say happy birthday to someone who has been a guest on this show, we do it. Fowdy was on two U.S. Women's World Cup winners in 1991 and 1999. Fowdy was a midfielder on those teams that featured Mia Hamm, Michelle Akers, Christine Lilly, and Brandi Chastain, who owns the most famous photograph in soccer when she ripped off her shirt after the U.S. beat China in the final of the 1999 World Cup. Fowdy also played on Olympic gold medal teams in 1996 and 2004. She's a Stanford grad. She's made a career in sports casting. And we have loved having her on this high-quality, basic cable show. I've been lucky enough to sit in and do some work with Julie Foudy, who's brilliant. If the subject is soccer, I would rather listen to and be engaged 
with and by Julie Foudy than anybody on the men or women's side at this or any other network. That's how great Julie Foudy is on the topic of soccer and just about anything else. Happy anniversary, Grant Hill. On this day 29 years ago, Hill became the first rookie ever to lead all NBA players in all-star votes received, earning a nod on nearly 1.3 million of the record 6.2 million fan ballots. The last NBA rookie who was named an all-star was Blake Griffin in 2011. San Antonio rookie Victor Wembanyama is currently in eighth place among Western Conference frontcourt players. People forget how great Grant Hill was in his first few years before injuries did him in. And Hill is in the news now for his role in Olympic basketball. He recently selected 41 candidates for the U.S. team in Paris, which will eventually be paired to 12 players. Grant Hill's first six years in the league, he was great. Not really good, great. And people have no idea what an all-around great player Grant Hill was. More importantly right now, his lovely wife Tamia is on tour. I'd like, you know, some really good seats to see Tamia. I'm just, as a big fan, I'm just saying enough of Grant. Just a, what a wonderful enough. name drop and to beg for seats. I'm just saying, you, you see Happy Tamia trails. Happy trails to coaching for the Wizards, for Wes Unsell Jr. The terrible Washington Wizards, who lost at home last night to Minnesota, have pushed Wes Unsell Jr. off the bench and into the front office. Replacing him on an interim basis is assistant Brian Keefe. The timing in this is bizarre, as the Wizards are in the middle of a back-to-back -back and will host Utah tonight. The Wizards are awful. They recently lost home games to Detroit and San Antonio, who had been more awful. This team couldn't win now with Red Auerbach. When Kyle Kuzman, Jordan Poole are your marquee players, I'm sorry, you can't win. Everyone assumes the Wizards are trying to lose and doing a bang-up job of it. Unseld was 77 and 130 in Washington, a better record, for example, than Chauncey Billups' 73 and 135 in Portland. Another team with no squad and nobody's firing him and shouldn't. Tony, it's very persuasive. I hear you. You know this. There's one magic name with that franchise in the history of that franchise. Unseld. What's the magic name? Unseld. His dad. Unseld. Yes. Uh-huh. One omission. Golf.com reports Anthony Kim is in talks with the PGA Tour and the Live Tour about a return wow. to the sport. I believe he's been out wow. 12 years. Very quickly yeah. to the big finish, if we can. Let's do it. Northwestern beat number 10, Illinois, in OT. Significant to you, right? Yes, sir. 14-5 and five now with two wins against top 10 teams. Beat Purdue, beat Illinois last night. Big win. Golfer Nick Dunlap. We got a hell of a home court advantage now. Nick Dunlap going pro. Do you like that call for him? I think he has to do it. If he waits two years, he's going to miss out on all the great endorsement deals he's going to get right now. Coco Goff lost to Arena Sabalenka in straight sets. Will Djokovic make it through tonight? Playing center. I'm looking for an upset. Nathan McKinnon had four goals in a game the second time this season. You're impressed? Very impressed. He's the leading scorer in the league from Colorado. Last one, women's college hoops tonight. Number one, South Carolina at number nine, LSU. Who you got, big boy? That is on the marquee on a ball night. That game must see. Who you got? South Who Carolina. Got? South Carolina. All right, we're out of Don time. Staley. We'll try and do better the next time. Scott Sadler, happy birthday. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, no countdown tonight.